Hump Day Quickies Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. take a trip down memory lane as we continue to remember our lifestyle experiences, including some couple play and an encounter with one of G's old friends that leaves me very satisfied. Welcome back to the sex apartment. It's been a while since we've actually sat down, just the two of us, to record some of our own history. Yeah, just our own. Our first episode, you talked about how you and your ex got into this. Then I went through my three exes in episode two. Episode three, you and your ex had your first full swap. And then you and I got together after that. And then we had our first full swap. Then episode four, we dug into our first two experiences after that, where you were with a single guy. And then we ended up trying out the club just to walk around and take a look. Next thing we know, we're having an eight person orgy. In the group room. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) I'm thinking the best way to just keep going is chronologically. Okay. About a month after that, one of the couples that we hung out with in the group room happened to be going to the club again. So we decided, yeah, you know what? We haven't been there in a month. Let's go check it out and see how things go. Wow. Was it a month? It, It was a month in between those two trips, or at least four weeks, I'm guessing. Okay. Gina and Tony reached yeah. out and said, hey, we're going to the club. Do you guys want to come? Yeah. You quickly said yes, if I remember correctly. <laughs> of course. I'm a um, big, big fan of both of them. Excellent. We spent a lot of time that night just hanging out, meeting new people. There was a lot of flirting going on back and forth, but I, I think the four of us knew exactly where the night was heading. Yeah. It's usually a pretty easy thing to catch on to with uh, Gina and Tony. <laughs> Tony Tony thoroughly has a plan in mind and he, he makes that abundantly clear. That's for it's sure. It's not hidden. <laughs> After a while, Tony finally said, hey, let's head back to a room. Yep. As we continue these stories in the future, Gina and Tony will be a repeat performer. Yes. It, we typically will hang out and talk all night and then suddenly go, oh my gosh, it's two o'clock. Let's find a room quickly. <laughs> and be there until someone's banging on the door. But they're both very social as well. So and I that's think true. That's, I, yeah. I think all I think all of us are talking to lots of people and bouncing yeah. all around and finally like, hey, it's two o'clock. Are we doing this or what? <laughs> but this night was a little different because I think we started a little earlier. Yeah, I do. Because this this, this finished before there was a knock on the door. That's unusual. That for us, that's that's <laughs> for very us, unusual. It's <laughs> typically when there's a knock on the door, we yell to the owner, "Sorry, it's us." So I'm guessing probably around 12.30, 1 o'clock, we head back to the rooms. This still being early in our relationship, not knowing what we're going to be all right with. This was one of the times where I sat back and watched. I pulled up a chair yes. as you were quickly removed of all your clothing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Tony took the lead, but I, I know Gina was definitely helping. Tony quickly undressed himself as well. At this point... You immediately drop to your knees. Yep, probably where I start off most times. I, I will say you are are, are known for uh, beginning the play sessions on your knees. Well, i got to get everybody in the right frame of mind. That plus you're a 
fucking porn star when it comes to blowjobs. So you start going down on Tony. He's enjoying it thoroughly. Gets hard very quickly. If he wasn't already hard when that started, because I think the second he got you out of your clothes, he was ready to go. Oh yeah, he's he's always ready to go. I believe at this point, Gina was sitting on my lap watching all this go down. Tony lays you back on the bed, slides into you immediately, and you guys start having sex in the missionary position. He uh, pulls out, flips you over. At this point, Gina has lay down on the bed. Yes. This becomes the very first moment where you actually go down on a woman. Yes, you did. In the lifestyle, individuals may identify themselves as bi-curious, bi-comfortable, or bisexual. Bi-curious means that you have an interest in sex with the same sex. Bi-comfortable means that you are comfortable playing with the same sex. Both of these terms are open to some interpretation. Bi-curious could mean that you are only curious and you are not ready to have the experience yet. And bi-comfortable could mean that you are comfortable around the same sex, but with little interaction. So, it's always best to clarify the extent of the same-sex interaction an individual is ready to experience. These labels are used within the lifestyle setting as a way to determine if another couple or a single is a good fit. Outside of the lifestyle context, these terms may mean something different. From the looks and sounds coming from Gina, uh, you were doing a fantastic job. And as they do tell us in the future repeatedly, (laughs) they talk about that moment for quite some time. Yeah, so this was my first time actually going down on a woman kind of, I guess, on my own accord without it being shoved in my face. Right, because as we said in episode four, when you were having sex with somebody actually i believe it was while you're having i think it was while you're having sex with tony yeah but it might have been the other guy and the other guy's wife climbed just, up and sat on your face yeah just right there and but. you were like well <laughs> when in rome <laughs> right, right, exactly but this time after having told me no i'm not really into girls and all that you went for it there was no hesitation and you seemed to enjoy it as well yeah so i am on my stomach and she's on her back and I'm between her legs. One of the things I appreciate when somebody goes down on me is when they kind of put some pressure on both of my thighs to keep them open and then kind of go for all the sensitive spots right on the clit and kind of just apply just the right amount of pressure with your tongue right in that spot, but fairly fast and um, but consistent. And so, because that's what I like, I did that. I didn't finger her, though. I haven't really ventured down that path too much. Really? Um, I, uh, when I, when I will say I am surprised and I did not know that. I, you know what, I don't, it's just because I'm really focused on using my tongue, I think. And I think I don't think about using my fingers when I probably should. There have been a couple times. It's not that I don't. I just don't use them until, uh, I guess, after the, when I think about it. I was going to say, or until your tongue gets tired, because (laughs) a a reoccurring theme the following morning is, why is my tongue so sore? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I've learned, I've learned that, yes, the tongue is a muscle. Yes, it does get sore. So you're going down on Gina for a little while there at that point. Tony is very excited and pounding away on you from behind. From behind, yes. And at this point, Gina comes pretty hard Yeah. to the point that she's pressing her hand against your forehead until you <laughs> finally stop. And she kind of rolls over to watch the show. And by this point, I'm hard as a rock and saying, okay, I, I can't just sit back and watch anymore. So I stand up and 
walk over and put my cock in your mouth. And at that point, you're blowing me while Tony's fucking you from behind. Behind, yeah. And I love this position for me and you. We we have done this position a lot, and I have been known (laughs) to finish very quickly in this position just. Because you looking up at me with your puppy dog eyes as you're getting pouted from behind is one of my favorite things to see. <laughs> and no sooner after I came did uh, Tony finish right behind me. Or not behind me, but right but behind you. On behind me. <laughs> and just came all over your ass. Yeah. That pretty much wrapped up that session. They kind of laid down and snuggled together. We got dressed and took another lap around the club. Yeah. So, well, I didn't think I did a bad job eating Gina out. I, you know, I actually didn't think much of it until the next time we saw them at the club where first Tony tells me that, oh my gosh, she can't stop talking about how you ate her out and how good you were and how, and she just, she has not stopped talking about it since it happened. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I thought it was blowing smoke for a minute. And at that point I pointed out to him, (laughs) do you know it was the first time she's ever actually done that? <laughs> and he's like, there's, there's no fucking way. Not the way we're talking about it. There, yeah. that's she's, she's done this before. Well, and then, so I thought he's just blowing smoke for me thinking, you know, thinking he's trying to like build me up or something. And then, um, sure enough, Gina is like, Oh my God, <laughs> you did such a good job. And I was like, what? Like, no, couldn't have been that good, but apparently they, they used it in their own bedroom for, for a minute so i was very proud Uh, and and hearing her talk about it repeatedly i i have been very proud of that and she has actually raved about you to other people and even been in the moment and said hey wait get nessa over here because she needs to go down on you you need to try this venturing outside of your sexual comfort zone is one of the exciting things that you get to do in the lifestyle you can learn new things that turn you on new things that turn your partner on, or learn that you are good at turning others on. It's really a great feeling. So after all that, we're walking around the club. This we actually referenced in one of the episodes with Ginger and Jose. There was a couple that was walking around towards, it, it was just it was just about closing time. So we were talking to this couple and we hit it off very well. Turns out they were from, I think, either Dallas or Atlanta. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it was Dallas. And they were just in town for that night and they wanted to check out the club because they happened to be in the city. They said, hey, do you guys want to grab a room? I'm like, well, it's, it's closing in it about like five minutes. It was like literally closing time. Yeah. And we kind of looked at each other and we're like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> <Okay>. Why not? <laughs> So you guys, we all walked in there. You and the girl started making out. Oh my gosh. She was, she went right to it too. Well, I mean, we I mean, obviously we had no time. (laughs) It was just. So you guys are making out and she starts fingering you. Mm -hmm. You're thoroughly enjoying that. She mentions to you that she's never been with a woman before. And you, well, being a pro for the last half hour, kind of push her down onto the uh, chase lounge in the room, spread her legs and start going to town. Yeah. And just like Gina, this girl... Thoroughly enjoyed it. That was fun. She actually called to her boyfriend or husband or whatever and said, oh my God, you got to try this. And he and I kind of looked at each other like, um, <laughs> and then he it clicked for him that he she just met your mouth. And I told him, yeah, 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 you do. Literally no sooner did he start walking over towards you that the knock on the door came. Oh, yeah. And... Come on, everybody, wrap it up. They're like, please come to our room. And at this point, it's three o'clock oh, in the they, morning, and we're like, they just guys, about begged we, us. We to, can't. It's, I know it was awful. We got to get home. Sorry. Felt terrible. They were fun though. 
They you were bet. a lot of fun, and I have checked the site repeatedly in hopes that they come back, but they have not yet. Oh. And I am looking forward, even though it's been a couple of years. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see. Maybe, Maybe at some point they Maybe. will. Fingers crossed. After that experience, the uh, next morning, I actually, no, it was later that night when we went back home to reconnect. We're having sex, and well, I say, hey, um, it'd be really fun to watch you get fucked again. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about having a single guy come over? <laughs> And again, during sex, you are quick to agree. Yeah, it's like the simple way to get me to say yes to anything. Well, I, you, I've, you've since learned that you'll still say yes, and then at the end of sex, go, I, I didn't really mean that. Please don't set this up. <laughs> but at this point, you hadn't learned that. So I immediately, as we finish, sent three or four text messages out to people in my little black book of single guys. And one of them quickly reached out and said, I'm free tomorrow morning. What are you guys doing around noon? And we said, uh, having you over to the house. This was um, a friend of yours that I had never met before. So uh, new to me, but good friend of yours. So yes. And I had seen him uh, air quote perform before, and I had a feeling you would thoroughly enjoy it. He's into lots of different positions and tends to have no problem lasting longer and encouraging different things. Yes. He said, hey, we, I can come over and hang out for a little while. So we weren't exactly sure where it was going to go. You weren't 100% on, I'm going to do this. I, you were a little sore from the night before and <laughs> decided, well, let's let's see where it goes. I, I, I think you walked to the door within seconds. You were like, so upstairs, upstairs, upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I did not stop. I think we sat on the couch awkwardly for um, a good five minutes and then at one point you left the room for some reason. I, I don't know if you had a phone call or something took you out of the room. And then we awkwardly sat there and he's like, um, so <laughs> you could just tell like, it was that awkward. We know we're about to have sex, <laughs> so we should probably like somehow connect on some level right now. But it was just very strange. And you came back in the room and I think you were like, Hey, so, um, have you seen my bedroom lately? Actually, (laughs) I came back in the room and he said, I kind of want to watch you guys for a little bit. So he said he had to go to the bathroom and that we should go upstairs and start. We went upstairs, started making out. I got you undressed. We were making out and he walked in while we were doing that. And he went and sat down on a chair in the corner of the room. I think you were very eager because I stopped kissing you for a second and kind of looked over towards him and looked back at you. And you gave me this little quick nod. (laughs) And you jumped up, went over, and well, <laughs> as we said, dropped to your knees, <laughs> uh, undid his pants, and started blowing him. Yeah, he was well endowed. You start blowing him. He gets hard pretty quickly. He picks you up, puts you onto the bed doggy style mm-hmm. on the edge of the bed, and he places you right in front of me and grabs you by the hair and pushes your head down onto my cock. Oh, God. And then at that point, he slides into you and starts fucking you from behind. Yes. As he was doing that, he was getting close to coming because he he did actually mention to me that he hadn't played with anyone in a while at that point. So I think he was getting close. So he stopped, walked, like, I believe he was actually standing on the bed and grabbed your hair and had you start sucking him and then put you back down onto my cock once he realized, wait, this isn't going to be any easier to not come. Then. <laughs> All the while he was using the, like the degrading terms that I kind of enjoy in the bedroom. I forgot about that. Yeah. He, and he's very good at it too. Just kind of like, you know, you like that, you little slut. And, um, you you do, you do enjoy as, even as the two of us are having sex, you do enjoy me calling you a slut or a whore. Or a whore. Yeah. And he was very good at using the right terms and (laughs) just the right amount of forcefulness that it wasn't 
uncomfortable, but definitely felt very sexy and it was a huge turn on for me. So yeah, he would kind of push my head down towards your cock and get me to gag on it just a little bit or just enough. And I really enjoyed that. And then at that point, he told you to climb on my dick. You rode me while turning your head to the side and continue to blow him. Yep. And you bounced up and down and up and down for quite some time. And the sight of you doing that plus watching you blow him got me very close to the point that I said, okay, you should fuck him now. (laughs) He lays you down on the bed, puts your legs up over his shoulders, slides his cock into you again and starts fucking you. But this time you start rubbing your clit. Ah, yes. He was very pleased by that. Yeah, he did. He did like that. Uh, And I think he, you know, again, used some sort of dirty terminology where, oh, you like to touch yourself or something. I can't remember what he said, but yeah. As he's talking to you, he he (laughs) actually slows down and just keeps his cock inside of you as you wiggle your hips and rub your clit until you come really fucking hard. Mm -hmm. The second you came, that's when he's like, all right, cool, my turn, and starts pounding away on you. Oh, yeah. He's pounding you pretty hard until he tells you, okay, where do you want me to come? You can't get any words out before I (laughs) in her mouth, and (laughs) you drop down to your knees Mm -hmm. and take his load into your mouth as I'm sitting there stroking my cock. You finish swallowing his cum, and I say, okay, my turn. Mm-hmm. You jump up on the bed, wrap your lips around my cock, and then I finish in your mouth within seconds. Yes. And you swallowed both of us with no problem, which, <laughs> once again, superstar. That was a fun time. What was your favorite part about that time? I enjoyed the dirty talk. He was really good at it, and it was a huge turn on for me. And I guess it's strange because as much as I like the degrading comments or even just some force being involved in parts of the play, I'm not. I don't enjoy pain and I don't enjoy to be actually degraded. Like I don't need to be spit on or anything, you know, like those are parts of the play that I don't get off on. So he was able to kind of get to that borderline of right where it really hit perfectly was a huge turn on without being a turn off. What what surprises me is not, I mean, there have been a handful of guys that have done it, Mm -hmm. but this this was obviously the first time that it happened with the two of us in the room. Mm-hmm. And you and I used the terminology a lot and had at that point. But to watch you get just as turned on when somebody else was doing it was pretty demorotic too. Yeah. It's tough too because I think that when you first uh, meet people or people are first playing with you, you're kind of tiptoeing around what types of things people like. And you're really not sure like, okay, she says she likes to be choked, but to what extent? Yeah. I mean, are we How talking about actually choke this choking this person or are we just putting hands around the neck and, and going through motions? Yeah, um, I, I like my day job. I don't know if I can risk losing this because some girl said, uh, I can't believe you actually choked me, actually, but you but said, you said no. that's the tough part. And I think telling somebody that I like to be degraded may in their mind mean rubbing my face into the carpet floor with spit on it or something versus what I'm just thinking is like, okay, just call me a slut. (laughs) Big difference. Um, Hard to explain when you're first meeting somebody or. And and honestly, I don't even know if I remember that we told him that we didn't, we did. And that was the best part of it was that we didn't say anything about likes dislikes and you had kind of known him before. So I, I guess I just assumed I that you I, were like, honestly, you knew I, it was okay. Ha- having played with him in the past, I don't remember him ever doing that to yeah. be completely honest. He may have just read the, he room. read the room very well. <laughs> he read the room. 
While I've always known that I'm very much submissive in the bedroom, I also have learned that there are so many layers to the things that I enjoy sexually. I was able to get a lot of insight into what I like when I took this BDSM test online. Not only did I learn a whole bunch of new terms, but I found I was way more masochistic than I thought. We've included the link to the test in the show notes if you want to learn more about your own sexual deviance. At that point, we took a whole week off. <laughs> and a whole week? Yes. We were hot and heavy for a while there. Well, I guess we didn't take the week off because you and I continued to have sex throughout that entire week talking about that time because that, I'll be honest, I, I still go back to that time frequently in my mind and think about what happened. Again, the weekend rolls around and Tony and Gina reach out and say, hey, are you guys going to the club? And we hadn't planned on it because we knew we were going the following weekend because it was the big it was a big holiday and it was going to be crowded. We paused for a second and said, well, we had, yes, yes, we're going to the club. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. That night we hung out, talked to a bunch of people. I think you were becoming more open in the club, started making out with a handful of different people. I, I, I think at that point we discovered that the better the kisser, the better they are in bed. So <laughs> or you, we were still testing the theory. You, you started started testing out who might who else might be good <laughs> let's, in bed. Let's find out. <laughs> so so there was a handful of makeout sessions here and there. Yeah. Bef- Although I am at, I am at a point at the club where I just tend to kiss a lot of people. <laughs> and that's because you're an amazing kisser. And once somebody kisses you, they want to do it again and again and again and again. And that's kind of how you and I got started because <laughs> my God, that first time I kissed you, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I do enjoy kissing. I, I will say that for you, the way you kiss is 100% the way you fuck. And you, you put everything you have into every kiss. And that is amazing. We're hanging out that night, making out with people. Go figure. Uh, Tony makes it very clear. Hey, so when are we going back? When are we going back? When are we going back? Yes. He's always very anxious. So eventually we end up saying, hey, you know what? Now's a good time because the club's probably about to close and we should head back. (laughs) This time, I think I was a bit more of a participant. This was the night that they came back telling you, oh my God, that you you were amazing. I've been dreaming of my pussy eating skills. For a week. <laughs> and so at that point, they got you into the room. You had your clothes removed, but you at the same time were removing Gina's clothes. Mm-hmm. And you pushed her down on that bed and said, I'm going back to work and start going down on her immediately. At this point, you hadn't even put Tony into your mouth. But a few seconds of watching that, he pulled his cock out and slid right in behind you. Yeah. Started fucking you from behind. And I was like, well, you know what? Fuck it. And I put my cock in Gina's mouth and she started giving me a blowjob. Did that for a while. Finally, again, Gina taps out and she says, okay, now it's your turn because she hadn't gone down on you the last time. She scoots you up in the bed and starts going down on you. Yeah, she was she was good. So while she's going down on you, Tony climbs over back by your face, puts his cock in your mouth and thoroughly enjoys your mouth while you're stroking on me. She finishes going down on you, climbs up, starts making out with you while you were both stroking Tony's cock. Yes. And then she leans over and starts sucking it while you're stroking it. And then you start sucking it. And then the two of you start kissing some more. Then at that point, while the two of you continue to make out, he goes down between your legs, pulls you closer to him and starts fucking you missionary with Gina laying on top of you while you two are making out. Yes. Yes. I do remember. So he was pounding away on you and it, it had gotten to be about 25 minutes. And I, I don't know if they had played with anybody else earlier that night or if he had come already once before. But it it was going on for quite some time. And 
this sure was enough. one of those times that we waited a little too long to start. Knock, knock, knock. Here comes that knock on the door. Wrap it up, everybody. Come on, time to go. That's our familiar uh, and it's time to go. So at that point, he started pounding away faster and then finally pulled out, came all over your stomach. We uh, quickly all got dressed and headed back to the bar to grab our stuff. And at that point, you passed whoever, the person who was your favorite kisser at that point. And <laughs> you said, hey, maybe one more kiss. And That's like- Actually, you know what? It wasn't even you. It was him who approached you looking for one more kiss. Oh. Yeah, I feel like every time we're cl- leaving the club, I end up kissing like what like, everybody I, on the way you, out. You do kiss a lot of people on like, the way out, but this one guy has is there a lot. Searching. What's funny is you every time you get in the car, you he's usually one of the last people you kiss, and every time you say he will be so good in bed. Yeah. But we've been going to the club for two years, and you've been making out with this guy for two years, and we still haven't actually gone back to a room with him. But always. Like at the end of the night. It's and so, even though he's there earlier on in the night, he makes zero moves. He does nothing all night long. There's no, there's like a hello conversation, but then that's it. And then the the amazing kiss goodbye, which is lovely, but. And, and then he finishes <laughs> every kiss with, oh man, I really want to have sex. Yes, it's, it's always finished with. We really got to get together. And, and I'm like, okay. And sure, I walk away feeling great, but then you, start you always the say, next. but you know what? You should make that attempt sooner. Right. Like, I think it's, I mean, it's bad enough we wait until the last minute to get in our room, but we, but we always end up having enough time to at least have sex and come. But, but this is, this is but, pushing I mean, it, right? It's I mean, 3 3 15 in the morning, and you're like, hey, we know. Um, <laughs> So I enjoy my my goodnight kisses to everybody in the club as I'm walking out. <laughs> and I enjoy watching those goodnight kisses. And I also get to do a few goodnight kisses of my own, which I also enjoy. So. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for a hump day quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4-HUMP-DAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.